Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Millennials Anonymous Podcast. Yeah, my name is Lise and I'm a flippin' millennial. So let's get this party started right and quickly. But before I could do that, you know what I gotta do? I do it every single week. I gotta shout out my peoples. I gotta shout out to Guru. I gotta shout out to E-Digger. I gotta shout out to Ashley over there in brunching. Cause we brunched today. We had brunching today. We we brunched and we had a guest. We was drinking out virtual mimosas. For me, I had my virtual Patron, but that's okay. It technically was water, but sometimes you gotta pretend what you don't got. You know what I mean? So shout out to brunching over there and to Darius West for coming and gracing the brunching podcast with his presence. I appreciate him. He came all the way from Los Angeles, Cali on the virtual line. He was all the way over there in Verizon. Listen, baby, I was trying to do something and you didn't want me to be great. I pay my bills, Verizon, but you didn't want me to be great. And I don't know why you didn't want me to be great, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Like that is okay, Verizon. We need to talk though. Maybe you can give me a discount. I don't know because it wasn't working. All right, but we did get the full show and Darius was amazing. He is not related to Kanye West. I did ask, you know, that's just what I do. He is not related to Kanye West at all. But he does hope to meet him someday. If you are not a big Christian hip-hop type of person, I'm not either. You can tell by my mouth. But I learned something new. So if you are kind of curious, like, what is Christian rap? You've got to watch his film, which is coming out in 2020. It was supposed to be summer 2020, but because of the quarantine, got pushed back. So make sure that you tune in and check out Mike Drop, the culture of Christian rap, so that you can see that. And on Brunchin next week, we're going to have Headcrack coming on there. Yes, Headcrack from Dish Nation. So he will be gracing the Brunchin podcast with all of his musical knowledge. And we're going to have a blast talking to him because he's just such a musical genius. Like, I like people that are like musical nerds. I love that. I love I love a nerd in anything. Nerds are dope as shit. So if you're a nerd, shout out to you, okay? Because like, I, I was just thinking they should remake the Revenge of the Nerds. I was just telling somebody this and hopefully nobody steals my idea or whatever. But I was telling somebody that I think that they should remake the Revenge of the Nerds, but with black women. I think that would be so dope. We never see black women in that really intellectual, smart role. And I think putting a bunch of different types of black women in those roles or predominantly black women in those roles is going to be dope as hell. So I'm just saying, I, I don't know, Issa. I know you got a lot on your plate. Potentially, maybe, maybe not. I know you're doing this rustling thing with the rock and everything. Maybe, maybe the nerds. You know what I mean? Maybe. And I, you know how I don't like, how much I don't like remix. But I think remaking something like that or creating something new out of that kind of like that genre would be pretty dope. I'm just saying. But let's get into these top 10 trends and topics of the week. Alright, so here you go to top 10 trending topics of the week. Let's get it. So, here we go. The sex addicts are actually struggling through this quarantine and nobody was thinking about y'all. We sorry. So, shout out to all my people who are listening to this and working at home with one hand on the computer and the other hand, I don't know where. Maybe it's somewhere. You know what I mean? So shout out to all of y'all. But according to Vice.com, they are saying it's 
they are saying I sound like Donald Trump. People are saying I'm hearing things. So according to psychologists, they're saying the sex addicts are struggling through this because they are one of the only people that cannot have access to their vice. So if you're a foodie like me, you could go to the grocery store. You could re-up. You know what I mean? You can go get you some more snacks and some Cheetos and some Doritos and some Fritos. I like, yes, yes, honey, yes. You can go get that. If you like a little drink, maybe you like a little tip tip. You can go get your little tip tip. You can even have the wine tip tip to your house. You know what I mean? But you can't get no booty coming to your house because it's quarantine and you don't want to be getting that COVID. It's already bad enough that you're trying to abandon getting all the other 50,000 STIs that are out there in the world. Like, you don't want to have to, you know, you jumped over. You jumped over gonorrhea, right? 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 You jumped over chlamydia, right? And then you end up jumping into COVID. Like, that's just not what you want. And so they is like really, really struggling out here in these streets. And no, I, see, I didn't even know. Now, somebody explained to me. I don't, how does one know that they are a sex addict? What what does it take? Is it like I gotta have sex every five minutes? Is it like every 10 minutes? Like, is it like a dilation? Like, what what qualifies you as a sex addict? What would it have to happen in order for you to be a sex addict? Because that's the only addiction I can't really grasp. Because I was like, aren't we all? Like, we all like a little sex every now and again. You know what I mean? Except for the people that's, you know, sell a bit. They sell a bit by a bit, you know. Except for them. But everybody else likes a little sex every now and again. So how do you, how do you know? You know what I mean? Like, how do you know that you are a sex addict? Somebody explain that to me. And Donald Trump said, hey, I don't like doing these news briefings no more. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of y'all. Yeah, I'm tired of it. And after he suggested that people drink bleach and put light bulbs up their asses, he said that he don't want to be doing it no more. He said, you know what? It's not even worth my time. It, it is, you know, it takes too much time for me to just come out here and just start rifting off the head. It, you know, people just, they don't be liking my commentary, you know. People don't be liking my stand-up. And I worked all day on this stand-up material. And people don't even be liking it. And so he said, he don't even want to be coming to y'all people no more. That's why on Friday he was like, nope. I ain't answering none of y'all questions. Because y'all ain't going to get me out here in these streets looking like I don't know what I'm talking about when I don't know what I'm talking about. Y'all not going to have me out here. Now, I will say that this was a hard week for Republicans. If you are a Republican... This was a hard week, especially if you're a Donald Trump sport. This was this was this is a hard week. Like, let's just be a hundred. Like, this was this was hard. Um, this was one of them things where you like, I I just when they started giving you that bullshit. Oh, well, you know, I, I don't I don't agree with everything he says, but I support his policies. Like, no, no, mm-mm. this come with the man. I, I need for you to know that this this stupid bullshit comes with the man. And at this point, I'm like, I don't even know what to say anymore. And for all of y'all out there that's eating Tide Pods and drinking bleach and sticking lightsabers up your ass, it wasn't acceptable before he said it. Why would you think that it's acceptable now? You know what I mean? Like, what? It it don't even... Never mind. I'm just going. I'm just going to leave it alone. And in in other craziness types of worldly things going on, an 18 year old girl gets stuck in a washing machine playing hide and seek with her younger siblings. Now, 
I don't know about your mama. I don't know about your mind, but if my mama, my mama had to call the paramedics to get me out of the goddamn washing machine at 18, I don't think I would ever live that down. I, I don't I don't think that ever was going to live down. I, I think I probably would have got my ass beat after I got out of the goddamn washing machine. And I'm thinking like you 18, like what types like this? She's on the way to co- like what college do you put that on the application? You know what I mean? Like that should automatically disqualify because I'm thinking she probably was like, I'm going to kill him. I'm killing with this spot. I'm gonna kill him with this spot. I'm gonna get in the washing machine. Ain't nobody gonna find me. Ain't nobody gonna find me in this goddamn washing machine. And I'm just trying to think, how do you even get in a washing machine? Because my big ass ain't getting in no, even at 18, my big ass wasn't getting in a washing machine. And maybe that's why I'm hating on you, girl. Because my big ass wouldn't have gotten a washing machine. And maybe your ass couldn't get in a washing machine either because you couldn't get out. So maybe nobody need to put their ass in a washing machine. I'm just trying to think, like, cheat you crunk down into, like, what logic did that? make sense like I, I just would love to know her thought process of getting in that goddamn washing machine I'm like all the places you could have hid these was little kids like you could have hid anywhere you hide in the washing machine they wasn't paying you you wasn't getting paid for this this is not where in the world is Carmen San Diego you get your ass up out that washing machine and this is this is just terrible. This is absolutely terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And then Kanye West, see, you know, speaking of Mr. West, he said, I was a billionaire now. So now he's a billionaire. He said, before Forbes had him in there for a billion, he said, nah, 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 nah. I got to have more money than Jay-Z. I know I got at least $3.3 billion in there. So he's saying he's worth $3.3 billion. Shout out to Kanye West and shout out to the Kardashians. Apparently, if you touch a Kardashian, you get a billion dollars. Like, that's just kind of how it is. I don't know. So he he's worth a bill, $3 billion. He said he's worth $3 billion. I don't know how Forbes comes up with these numbers. I, somebody has to explain that to me because I don't know how a valuation of a company would make you a billionaire when you don't actually have that amount of liquid assets. I, I don't know. Somebody, I, I don't know. I Don't even explain it to me. I, I ain't never going to have that kind of money. So you don't need to explain nothing to me. I don't need to know it. And Kim Jong-un said, I'm I'm well, I'm good. So apparently there was a, a rumor going out there that he was not doing well, that he was sick. He had had a Bosch heart surgery and that he was in a vegetative state. They had some Chinese doctors that were supposed to be coming to get him. He said, no. Or his peoples. He ain't say shit. His people said, nah, 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 nah. He good. He good. So I, I, I don't know what's going on with that, but... He said he good. Well, you know, I don't know. And Erica Badu thinks Lauren Hill will pulverize her. Pulverize her in an IG battle. She said that she thinks that she can't win that. So Erica said she is going to get her freshly smelled floral vagina handed to her by Lauren Hill. And I'm like, listen, Erica, I, I don't know if that's true. Because with Lauren Hill, she got one album. The miseducation of Lauren Hill. Does she play the whole album? Just hit play and just hit the CD. Just hit it and just walk away. Or the cassette. Because back then it was like 98. I think they had cassettes still. Does she just hit the cassette and then flip it over to the B-side when time comes? Because that's all she really got. So you got Bag Lady. You got Call Tyrone. You got, you know, you got so many, so many hits, Erica. I, I don't know if she pulled. I think she's baiting Lauren. 
I think she's baiting Lauren, but she know how Lauren is. Because even if Lauren says she's going to do it, she's going to show up two hours late to the daggone IG battle. She might not show up at all. So we don't we don't even tease us with that, Erica. And, you know, by the way, I, I, I don't want to smell your incense line. But people were saying that she, her poom poom smells good. So I don't know. Like, it's sold out. And she's doing quite well with these poom poom incense. I don't know what it is with men with these that want to smell. Why? Why do you want your house to smell like vajayjay? Like, why do you want to walk into your house and smell coochie? Like, I just, I don't get it. Like, somebody, because, like, I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to walk into you. And I said this last time. I was like, I don't want to walk into your house and smell like, like, what does that smell? Is this, it smells like what cat in here? Like, why, it just, is that kitty litter? Like, what, what does that smell? Like, I, I don't know. The musk of it it's just musky i was like i don't know i don't know and then i was like i don't know are we getting 40 some year old 50 some year old erica vajay like is this 20 year old erica vajay is this like you know because it, it age you know what i mean so i'm like i don't know what we get so i but shout out to her for making her monies but i i, I don't know erica I, I don't know about that and p diddy puff daddy Sean Combs revealed to Fat Joe that there actually is a versus battle between him and Dre in the works on Fat Joe's IG the other day. I'm excited to see it. I think this will definitely be a banger. I think that this will be paid. I think we will not get this free. I'm pretty sure, like they said, pay-per-view. We're going to get it on pay-per-view. Maybe Revolt. I think Diddy might put it on Revolt, so we might be able to get it on Revolt. So if you got cable, you good or whatever. If you don't, I, I don't know exactly. Maybe we'll put it on IG for y'all or whatever. But, I mean, I, I do have cable, so I would watch it if it's free. Like, some people were saying, like, I'll pay for it. Like, yeah. the rich folks. They were like, we'll pay for it. I ain't paying for shit. Like, I, I can't. Like, right now, we in the quarantine. Like, people, the, the money has dried up. Like, they done ran out of money at the money place that they make money at the United States. And we can't be doing that. You know what I mean? Like, I I need to save my little coins that I got. I can't be paying for Dre. Dre a billionaire. I can't be doing that. Diddy got all that money. I know. So, he could be saying, take that, take that, take that. I, I don't want that, Diddy. Like, I put it on revolt. Make it free. And we can bump to that. And I also will say this. Big ups to Diddy. Like I had originally said that Dr. Dre kicks Diddy's bad boy booty in this battle. I don't know if that's true. If you look at Diddy's catalog, his discography, the things that he's produced. He actually has a really robust, heavy catalog. He did. He has Mary stuff. He has faith stuff he has biggie stuff he has locks the locks he has total like he got such a well-rounded repertoire i don't know if dre can do that I, I, I dre it's sort of like the baby face teddy raleigh battle where you have one of like the slow jams guy and the uptown guy like i I don't know. Now I actually want to see the battle because I don't. I think it depends on how they place their stuff and what songs they play. Because at the end of the day, they both got bangers. California Love was a banger. You know, all the Gin and Juice was a banger. Like all of those. Forget about Dre. Like there's so many songs that it's just like, oh, I don't know. But I ain't paying for it. That's all I'm saying. Now listen, Swiss. Listen, Swiss and Timberland. I ain't paying for it. 
I love y'all. I love Diddy and I love, you know, Dre and all their music, but I can't. We we broke out here. We broke, we broke. Them stimulus checks is already spent, baby. And speaking of billionaires, so let's talk about some more black billionaires. Jordan. So according to Eminem, Michael Jordan actually gave him the silent treatment. He called him on the phone, I guess, a while back, and he was making a joke and said, like, I could slam dunk on Jordan or whatever. And this is according to Hip Hop DX. And Jordan just kind of went silent on him, like, I ain't having it. And Eminem was like, I think anybody would know that I'm joking. Like, who could just dunk on Jordan? Especially, like, me. Like, I can't just dunk on Jordan. But Michael Jordan was like, he really, he was kind of feeling some kind of way. So, you don't joke with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is one of them people where I feel like if you ever met him, he don't play around with the bullshit. Like, if you saw Michael Jordan, he still got the hoop from 1998. You know what I mean? He's still rocking that from 1998. He's still got this whole 1998 vibe. When they showed him on the last dance, he got this whole swag of 1998. And and I love it. You know, I really do. He wears the Jordans that ain't nobody else got. He got them orthopedic Jordans on that can't nobody else wear, but he can because he is the original Jordan. He is out here looking 1998 sharp. You hear me? And that's what money looks like. And money looks like I can be with whatever fucking decade I want. And I choose the 90s. So he out here looking good, but you don't mess with Jordan. And The Last Dance is dope as shit. That's a good, good documentary if you have not had a chance to see it. And lastly but not least, the coronavirus is killing the influencer market. So we're not going to get any more booties sitting on sinks. And all of that, because right now they're saying sponsorships are drying up. There are not a lot of sponsors that are just giving out money for influencers to try to get people to buy stuff because shit is closed. And I don't need a skinny model, an Instagram girl selling me some flat tummy tea. I know that that shit don't work, okay? You're not going to sell that to me, baby. I get it. You, you're not going to tell me that this, this helped you when you weighed 100 pounds ever since you was an adult like I, I don't need you to sell me that okay I don't need you to sell me no more waist cinchers I don't need you to sell me no more edge drops like I'm, I'm good I don't know I think this might change the influencer market I think that they gonna I think sponsors are gonna ask for a little more I think they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna want a little more return on the investment just having your booty cheeks out and you know sitting on the lord sink or whatever and having a couple of lord followers and stuff like that in a pretty face ain't gonna be enough they gonna say we gonna need that return on investment baby so this has been your top 10 trending topics of the week yeah i did it real slow of the week all right here we go so let's talk about this Russell Simmons documentary where Uncle Russ over there he doing his little yoga poses let's talk about Uncle Russ real quick so there is a documentary about Russell Simmons and the sexual assault allegations against him that's coming out very soon I don't know exactly when the date is but I think it's coming out pretty soon and I saw this originally on another platform now they wasn't the first you know what i mean they didn't break the story it wasn't like an exclusive but this was the first platform that i saw the actual trailer on because so, i knew this was coming because people we, we had been talking we talked listen we had talked about this on millennials a couple months back we were talking about this and we were talking about 
Oprah and how Oprah just kind of like jumping on the bandwagon of these documentaries. And like I said last time, I think Oprah needs to open up her little catalog because, you know, her little, little resume looking a little, little dark over there. Like everybody that you going after is the same. Like you need to open your menu up, your horizons. You need some more on here. Some just just dark meat. You got to get some some chicken breasts too. Put some, some of them breasts on here because it's like every, every, it's all just all thighs and legs. Like we need you to open this up. And so we had already talked about that. But now it's actually coming out. And I told y'all. You, you you go back and listen to one of them podcast dates in January. I don't know the numbers. I don't keep track of the numbers. I don't got people to do that. And we we talked about it. And I said I don't want to see it. I was like I don't want to see it. This of all the all the documentaries you could have made, you make this one. This the one you make. Ain't nobody was looking for Uncle Russ documentaries. And now that it's out, I'm not gonna lie to you. I actually want to see it like the the women in here is seem to me they seem really credible to me like it, it's done the trailer was done very well that I am intrigued so I would like to hear it and one of the things that stood out to me like the morning sun like sweet morning dew I took one look at you is that all of these women in the film or in the trailer at least well not in the documentary but in the trailer were black so now it puts black women against black men again so it gives it puts it back where black men and black women are against each other again because now we have to make a decision about who we believe do you believe black women or do you believe this black man we there again and it's like oh we back in this scenario and it's like listen I I said it last time I'm not gonna say that he didn't do it and I'm not gonna say that he did because I wasn't there but what I will say is when I read that passage that he wrote to Oprah who I believe she dropped out of this because she talked to Uncle Russ uh-huh she talked to him about them rush cards and everything and she she talked to him and I think she pulled out because she got bad media and Uncle Russ was in her ear and she pulled out and they said that the women felt abandoned because she did that but I believe that's why despite what she was saying that she had a difference of opinion with the daggone producers and directors of the film which she never elaborated on what those differences were which I would like to hear that Oprah by the way but he never said that he did not do it. Basically, what he said was, what happened was, in this this open letter he wrote to Oprah, he said he is with thousands of women. And it's possible that they got the their recollection of the event incorrect. That it, it was definitely consensual encounters that they had. He remembers, but he's saying that all of these women don't remember it correctly. That to me was like a blaring light, like an engine light. You ever seen your engine lights come on in your car? You may not know what it what it would mean. Like, oh, what is that? I don't know what that symbol is. Is, is that a is that an engine or is, is that a kidney? Like, I'm not sure what that is. Maybe it's an intestine. Like, I, you know, but it came on, so it kind of alerts you. Like, something is off. Something is wrong. Something is happening. That's what happened. So when I read that, I was like, oh, Uncle Russ, you supposed to be yoga and Zen and everything and vegan and you over here. I'm like, I don't know, Russ. 
I, you better put them chickens down, baby, because I don't know, baby. Like this just didn't seem right. And then when I was reading through it, the more you watching it, the more you watched it, the more you watched this trailer, the more incredible it became to me. Like I said, I wasn't there. I don't know if it happened or not, but I will say that I'm going to watch it. It did pique my interest. It wasn't like the never the leaving Neverland bullshit that they came out with where I when I even saw the trailer I was like oh I ain't watching that bullshit like it was just it was just one of them things and it's not that I don't believe the people or whatever even though I think they kind of was shaky with their stories and I think some of them have now recanted the stories that they told but I think it was just the way it was it was presented it just was not presented correctly like it was to the point where it was like oh this seems like not credible to me but I think that this one seems credible. And I think it also brings in a different element because these this woman was already in the industry. So it wasn't like she he did give her a job, but she was already in the industry and she was doing quite well in her role. So she kind of she already had access to these artists and she already had access to money and things like that. So it wasn't that she was in this dire need in order to kind of like reach out to him and, and and you know in order to get what she was getting so i'm i'm curious so i'm curious to see what happens you know in this documentary and, and what her story is and i think that we owe black women that as a black woman i think we owe black women that because we tend to not protect black women it's always the protection of black men and black women don't protect other black women we tend to always want to protect the black man and we see that every single day and so i think we owe them at least that of course make your own decision once you watch the documentary make your decision like oh i don't believe what they're saying you have every right to do that but at least hear them out you know what i mean like at least hear the story hear what they're saying and of course you know when you don't have a public persona like russell simmons you don't have the people that have this allure so of course you have you're starting backwards so now these women are trying to gain credibility that russell simmons already has through his work so they're already starting backwards so people are already doubting them and it takes a lot for somebody who has been sexually abused or sexually assaulted to come out because a lot of the times this is what you get like i don't believe you you trying to take him down because like i said black women don't protect black women because we're taught to protect the black man and at the end of the day the black man is so busy trying to protect himself that he has to neglect the protection of the black woman and that's why the black women are usually the most undervalued unprotected in society because of that and so i think that we need to at least hear it let's at least hear it you know what I mean? And then we can make a decision from there. But it, it does seem that it was done well. The the filming of it, the storytelling of it. Because I think they're going to go into the hip hop side of it too. Because like she had a tape that Biggie Smalls gave her. And they were talking about that. So I think it's going to be about her. So you're going to learn about her and not just... Like, I think Leaving Neverland was so fo heavily focused on all the bad about Michael Jackson that it didn't talk about who his 
the accusers were at all like we didn't get a chance to know who they were it was just like he did this blame 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 that was all we got from that and i think that some people who are really big michael fans even if it were true wouldn't have wanted to hear that told in that way and so i think that them kind of giving more background on her and kind of explaining who she is and and her position and music and how I think that is going to give a better understanding of who she is, which will make people kind of at least listen to her, you know, and at least raise the eyebrows of, hmm, you know, maybe she really is telling the truth. Like maybe this is something that it could could have potentially happened. Like I said, Russell Simmons, he said in the day, he said, well, maybe these thousand women I had sex with, maybe they remembered it incorrectly. everything was consensual i don't need to do that to women and all of that stuff but he didn't say that he didn't because i would have just said that i did not rape these people that is completely false but that's not what we got in that open letter to oprah so like i said i don't know if he did it or if he didn't do it but what i will say is i think we owe them at least a listen at least a listen now i don't know when it comes out though I I don't know when I think it comes out sometime in the summer if I'm not mistaken oh it comes out on HBO so it's on HBO Max is when um or the channel that it's supposed to to come out on so if you have HBO like I, I don't got HBO I got the app you know I got the app so I probably gotta watch it later but um it comes out on HBO and it looks like the dates of it. I don't know if they have the date yet. They don't have the date here. Okay. So it doesn't list the date, I guess, when it gets closer to it. Oh, May 27th. So it comes out on May 27th. So you can watch it on HBO Max on May 27th. So watch it at least hear it out because i think that it is very important that we at least do that we owe black women at least that because a lot of the times with sexual assault especially in the african-american community against black women it gets pushed under the rug people don't talk about it and it kind of gets negated and so we need to at least let's at least hear it out to to hear what they have to say i'm just saying all right so let's talk about it let's talk about the draft the virtual draft so it's, it was interesting to see the ver- the draft be virtual but i didn't mind it so i think we got like to me the draft was more because for the last usually i don't watch the whole draft but the last two years i've been watching the whole draft but i will say that this year's draft was much more entertaining because not only was you getting to see who picked who and who had the best draft and all of that bullshit you got to see inside of their life you know what i mean you got to see their house you was i was looking in the background at people's stuff like it was very distracting because i was looking at the backgrounds of people's houses i was trying to see okay what they got on their countertops okay let me see what they got over there is their house dirty it looked like it's a little dirty like I was I was so in, enthralled in trying to figure out who these people were and you know what was going on in the background that it was hard to figure out who what who team was up and who got what and who's you know traded to who and what 
I was just so focused on what was going on. We had people getting drafted in robes. I was like, you couldn't have put no clothes on? You said, you know what? You gonna you gonna draft me or you not gonna draft me? You go, I'm gonna come to this in the best suit I got. It's the suit that Jesus made. I'm gonna come to the to this draft in my birthday suit. Yes, I am. He had on a whole white robe, and I was like, okay. It looked like he had on a whole white robe, but like he had just finished fucking. Like I was like, ooh, okay, all right. You don't wanna you don't wanna put no old clothes on. All right, baby. Okay, well this this is what we doing. I mean, he is he was a wide receiver, so I guess you know that. That's just a part of it, you know, what you get or whatever. But I, I just like that was a lot. You could at least you could at least put a shirt on. You know what I mean? You know, put some pants on. The pants, I think, is more important than the shirt. At least you could put some put some pants on. You know, put some pants on for your mama. Okay? Put some pants on for your mama. And and also shout out to all the families who supported and to all of the people who were there at the draft that said, fuck this quarantine. Like it was it was a lot of people that was just in there. And they was just like, you know what? We just going to be out here. Like, if we get the Rona, it don't matter. Because if I was an NBA, I said NBA, an NFL team, I would have been concerned. You know what I mean? I was like, this, this, I just, my money's, I'm just, I'm going to need y'all to go home. Because I don't need y'all cough on my, on my dude. You know, whatever. Like, y'all a little close. There's no social distancing. And I need for that. I got to protect my investment in y'all as a little close. Like, I would have been, like, calling, like, hello, you know, Joe, Joe Burrow. I appreciate you, you know, you welcome, welcome to, to Ohio, you know, welcome to Cincinnati, where Ohio, the state of Ohio, where the quarterbacks, the quarterbacks go to die, you know what I mean, I appreciate you, uh, but y'all look close, you know what I mean, like, if, if y'all, you could tell your grandma to just, just go to home, she need to go to hell home, like, I just I need you to tell her to go home, you call on the phone because I need to protect my investment like that. See, to me, that's what I would have did. And see, that's what I'm not a GM. That's just why I'm not a coach. OK, because that's what I would have said. I was like, she's a little close. I'm going to need you to tell your uncle he need to he, he got he a little close. He put his hand on you and I don't I don't like it. You know what I mean? Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was just it was so much. It was so much to ingest. It was it was entertaining. Like I watched that with popcorn. Like it was just it was one of them nights where you just you knew it was gonna be entertaining. Like Roger Goodell looked like he was about to tell us a story. Like I, I thought it was Mr. Rogers and I was just was waiting. I was like, oh. And for those of you that don't know football, that's the the commissioner, the NFL commissioner. So I I, I thought he was gonna tell us a story. He every time we looked at him, he came to break. He had another piece of clothes off. It was like at first he was did he was standing up, then he was sitting down, and he started laying back. Then he took his shoes off. I was like, okay, where's this going? Is this this is NFL after dark, baby? Like this is a lie. You and the boy at the robe. Like you he, he gonna be in a robe next. Like I was was concerned. I was like, did he leave you with with you or you with him? Like I just I, I didn't know what was going on and it was a lot um but but that that wasn't even it they they didn't even like they had the fans on the screen and even though the fans wasn't there in new york they were still booing like you know some things just just never changed i'm like y'all booing for y'all own for y'all own peoples like it was just, 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 what is this like we did the covid 19 y'all still booing like what we got bigger things to worry about baby baby but they were still booing and then and then 
And then we had the girlfriends. Okay. And then we had the girlfriends. So the girlfriends was doing the most. Like they were just all over the place. Like it was just, it was one of them things where it was like, baby, you, you ain't even secured the bag yet. And you already trying to give it away. Like what? <sighs> it was a lot. It was a lot. And I, I think a lot of people were just kind of like shocked by Because I think if, if they were actually at the draft, we wouldn't have seen this level of entertainment. We wouldn't have seen it. We would not have seen it. So <sighs> we had the cowboy CeeDee Lamb, um, whose girlfriend used to date Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks, if I'm not mistaken, allegedly, if you got to use that tag. Uh and she decided that this was the perfect time to reach over and, you know, take a phone call, you know, but she didn't just take a phone call. She decided that she was going to take her, her man's phone, um, while they were on live stream on national TV. And she thought that she was going to take his phone and that it was going to change. And I'm like, listen, girl, listen, baby, you know, he don't allow you to hold his phone on any other day. Like, why would you think this day would be the day that the Lord has made that would allow you to be able to take the phone out of his hand? Like, I, I don't understand why you would think that just because he got he might get a little money now and the money ain't going to change the man the man is already made baby he wouldn't he is the man in the mirror that is who he is he ain't gonna let you hold that phone you knew he said you ain't never 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 gonna get this phone out of my hand you knew he had said that to you like y'all have had this conversation i could tell in your face when you got embarrassed like your face was was tight you know what i mean like i could feel your butt cheeks clench up real tight um when it happened i could see it i you know you you sucked a couple couch cushions in at the time and I, i'm just thinking to myself you know i was you know just saying to myself like you know lease like why would she do that like i you know as i was watching it i had second degree embarrassment because I understand as a woman, as a woman, okay, I understand how you want to see your man phone. I understand you, baby. I've I've been there. I've been there. I've been, when I was young, I've been fighting over phones. I know how that is, fighting over passwords and currents on. I know what that's like. I get you. But why would you do that on the TV so that people, now everybody seeing you get your face so now the side chicks who is it's winning by the way which we were talking about on brunch and they winning because his side piece is is home somewhere quarantine right so you know you was trying to get her number she don't even need you to get her number she don't need your number because he gonna call her now that you gonna get you gonna get replaced and then the side chick is gonna be the main chick because you thought that you was verizon and that is just not how it is you're not verizon wireless you ain't fixing phones you're not fixing screens like baby you knew that like y'all had this conversation before i could tell and you could you know how i know you could tell you had this conversation before because his mama had that look on her face like what this motherfucker 
No, she not about to do. And when a black woman have that face, a black mama have that face to a girlfriend, y'all have had that conversation. Yo, his mama has had that conversation with you saying you better leave CD alone. You know what I mean? Any, any man that's now he gonna have a little money in his pocket. You knew he wasn't gonna allow you to do that. You knew that. His you 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 knew that any man that's named after a past musical device ain't gonna allow you to take his phone, which is funny to me because I was like I would love to know what the CD means. Like, what is that? Is that a like? I would love to know what it means. Like, if somebody knows what that means, just let me know. I'm I'm just curious because I'm I was like is his is his brother named VHS you know what I mean and, you know Betamax like I'm just I'm just curious but it it's you knew girl you knew girl like just because you was light skinned don't mean he wasn't gonna take that phone off your hand you knew you wasn't supposed to be doing that and that's probably why you fumbled the bag in the other place like did you you had another player and you ended up on the couch with a college guy like i'm trying to figure out how that how does that happen like how do you go from the professional back down to the college and you know why that happened because you're still trying to get in people's phones you ain't on that level yet you know what i mean like you 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 can't you gotta graduate to the phone password levels but you not there yet and then by next year you probably won't be there at all because he gonna be like mm-mm it's a lot because i know his mama looked and they had a conversation so don't be doing that and the other person who really made a splash she had a bigger draft night than isaiah wilson she had a bigger draft night than isaiah wilson and the tennessee titans who got him basically his mama has said um baby girl why are you on his lap like you know because she she well no she didn't say baby girl she said bitch if you don't get the fuck up with my son like like she pulled she yanked her off his lap so quick we i didn't know she was getting kidnapped i was concerned i was like somebody go get her like i, I didn't know what was happening like it was a lot of things that were going on that was just like oh it's a lot of things going on right now on the screen. I'm not sure what's happening. I was like, she just got kidnapped and he's just sitting there. I'm not sure. Because then, you know, because a lot of people saying that mama wanted to be on the screen. But mama really wasn't on the screen. She just she just had pulled her off. I, you know, we couldn't even see his face. We just seen her face. And for a minute there, I thought he had was adopted because she, she was looking a little old in the face. Okay. I mean, maybe from a different angle, she might look younger. But right there, she was looking a little old in the face. And it was like, wow. I, you know, I thought that was his step, like adoptive mother. And I, I wasn't sure. I didn't know that was his girlfriend at the time. So when that was happening, I was like, oh my God, she's pulling the adoptive mother 
off of his lap and I was so concerned and and then I found out it was his girlfriend and then I was like oh well it's still concerning um where did she go at like what happened and I would love to have been there to see what the conversation because you could see mama was moving her hand so you know they was having a conversation while she was there and she probably was like Isaiah why you got this white girl sitting all over your lap on TV you know that you can't be I know that's what was going on I know that was what was going down right there I know that so I'm I'm interested to see if these relationships last make it last forever and ever my money's on no you know my money's on no um, one because these these are they're young okay most young relationships don't go nowhere like let's just be totally 100 yeah there are some relationships with people that last forever like you you have lebron james and in, in savannah but most people okay let's just be totally 100 let's be transparent when you're dating an athlete they can rotate you out like they will upgrade you in the middle of conversation like they could do that because now they have the access so most of these relationships ain't gonna last anyway and i think after this you get clowned enough on social media like do you just look at the person and say you know what I don't think this is going to work. Like, it's just, you know, it's a lot of, you know, they talking more about you get snatched up off my mama, snatching you up off my lap than they talking about me. And then I just, I, I can't have that. All right. So here's the next topic that I want to talk about. And you're probably going to be like, okay, wait a minute. Where are we going with this one? So what happened was, so Brunchin, we have another I mean, it's really the same show, but it comes on at a different time. So basically, it's brunching, but it's brunching after dark. And so we talk about, you can get it on our Patreon. So if you become a subscriber to Patreon, you can see these brunching after dark episodes um, before um, everyone else or whatever. But what I'm saying is that we have another show technically or an, an extended show where it's brunching after dark and we talk about really, really raunchy stuff on here, right? So we talk about very suggestive topics. Um, the first brunching after dark we had, it got kind of rowdy. So I, I was drinking vodka. I had <laughs> one too many and I started talking. And one of the things that came up to me and became very apparent and clear is that I think that we we judge women a lot differently than we judge men. And then I also was curious to see, you know, what the thought process was on it because I had, had asked the question. So basically we were talking about, I guess you could say fellatio. And I was saying that I had, I just had a lot of fellatio in college. Like I gave a lot of fellatio in college or whatever. And so, you know, now I can't live that down. All the brunching crew wants to kind of clown on me. And so here's the thing. I will say that it wasn't like, and then when I told him like, hey, it wasn't like multiple people or whatever. Like it was like one, like, but I did it multiple times. Does that count as being, well, I guess it's not promiscuous, but you know what I mean? Like, is does that 
count in your mileage. Like, so if I went on to someone else, is that something that you say, well, you know, I've been with this X amount of people or I had sex X amount of times, but it was with the same person. Is that a thousand times with the same person, the same as a thousand times with a thousand different people or is that different? And so I personally, me personally, I don't think a thousand people is a lot, even though I'm like, I mean, we not out here being like music executive numbers or nothing like that but I think it shouldn't for women even though it does matter I think it matters more for women than it does men like I'm not out here in these streets I've never I just want to be totally 100% transparent I ain't never been out here in these streets like that I've always been a person that has been very exclusive to one person like I'm I'm that person like once I found my person that's gonna be my person and I'm gonna rock with you until we ain't rocking no more and so that's the type of person I am so when I say stuff like that it gets people kind of be looking at me in a different way and I was like okay I gotta fix this I got to fix it because no, I wasn't out here hoeing in college. Like, and, and shout out to all the hoes. If you like to to have a few in, in the hole, that's fine. I'm not judging you, but I'm just saying that's not me. So I'm a Libra and I'm a truly, you know, I don't, well, let me stop that. He goes sideways, sideways. Stop, stop this, this astrology sign bullshit. Like, I, I, it does irritate me because I was about to do it myself. It does irritate me that people will typecast a motherfucker because of when when your birthday was. Like that don't that shit don't. It's so vague. That could be you. Like it's just so vague. Like you have to. All the stuff is like you know you you get. Scorpios they get mad sometimes don't we all fucking get mad sometimes like I I mean and then people be out here living oh you you a Taurus I can't talk to you like y'all are really walking past y'all whole soulmates because y'all reading a fucking fortune cookie like it the shit just don't make any goddamn sense but back to what I was talking about sidebar to a sidebar sorry so I was saying that if you out here with with one or two, three in the hole, that's fine. I don't care. But that's not who I was. That's not what I was doing. I was not one or two or three or four in the hole. Okay. I was one. I had one. But I, I did use that one a lot of times. So <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like can, I had that one in college that I used a lot of times um so I just want to make that very clear you know even though like I said I think we do need to expand what is acceptable for women because we say that women are liberated and women are free and women can be sexually uh, you know whatever they want to be and express themselves but then if a woman does give you men numbers you know what I mean like somebody since we were already talking about Russell Simmons somebody like Russell Simmons can say I slept with a thousand women and most people, I mean, to me, I'm thinking, ill. like how many diseases that you probably have in between those thousand? Like I could imagine like, oh, don't touch me. I know you probably got something like, oh, but a lot of guys would look at that like, oh, like it's a badge of honor that he has these thousand women. He's had sex with a thousand women and they look at that as something that was like, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be like my like they they want to be like that whereas if you flip 
bit and you have a woman that is telling you that she was with a thousand dudes it's not gonna get the same reception I think even if she tells you she was with a thousand women I, I, I don't believe that it would get the same reception I think you're still gonna look at her with the side eye I don't see and I could be wrong but I just I don't see any men looking at a woman that has slept with a thousand men with that same level of allure that they would a man now I'm not gonna say that they wouldn't still try to sleep with that woman if they knew that she she took a thousand dicks they probably would be like okay if you took a thousand what's a thousand and one you know what I mean but I, I think that I'm not gonna say that they wouldn't still sleep with her but I think they would treat her differently and I don't think that she would get the same level of respect where you'd be like you know somebody like Russell Simmons or whatever like oh you had a thousand women well that's what's up you must have lived a wild life you was a wild boy like you ain't they ain't gonna say that about the girls they ain't gonna say you was a wild girl they gonna say she's a hoe like that's just the that is what we as women get and I felt that I felt the judgment when I said it I probably shouldn't <laughs> probably shouldn't have never left my mouth but I could feel the judgment and I was like oh shit I said that out loud <laughs> and not only did I say it out loud I said it out loudly and incorrectly so now I got two things like not only am I wrong I got people thinking that I'm a hoe and I'm not like you you ever been hoe shamed but you really was never a hoe like you you never had that wholeness like I didn't have my I don't have a whole card like I just I don't have a whole bone and I think the reason why I don't have a whole bone is because I think you 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 gotta have a level of willingness to do some shit and I don't have that like my patience with people in general is very low like my fucking patience is testy than a motherfucker like you know my patience is testy than a motherfucker but as if you are very sexually fluid you have to be willing to go with some shit like somebody you know they, they pull out some anal beads and you go okay cool like that's just kind of how you kind of flow that's not me like if you pull out some some shit that i'm be like okay is that piss is that a can of piss like i, I can't i i'm sorry like this no mm-mm Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so I, I can't get with that and you have to have a well, level of willingness and I don't have that level of willingness plus I was picky as hell so in college I in, in as a younger woman I was very picky so I only liked a guy that looked a certain way and if you didn't fit into that criteria I didn't want to date you and, and it was very shallow which was crazy because I wasn't on the level I'm not on a level now to, to, to be able to be like, I won't date you. But I was very shallow and I had this perception in my mind about what I was attracted to. And it was like, if it was outside of that box, I was like, I don't want it. I, it if it ain't coming in a full Tesla box, I don't want it. I don't want no Camrys. I don't want no Hondas. I just want a Tesla and that was all I wanted but now that I'm older of course I think my perception of what I find attractive has changed anyway but being young back then being picky you know you can't be a picky hoe like there's there's no such thing as that and if you are offended by the term hoe forgive me I don't don't know what else promiscuous person there you go 
for the lack of a better term, I was like, I'm trying to think of another term that I can use. Promiscuous person, right? So as a promiscuous person, you can't be picky. Promiscuous people are not picky. Like you, you just go with the flow. Like, oh, like you here, I'm here, let's go. That's like Chris Rock said, you know, you think about stuff back in the day, like the, the stripper that didn't have no teeth. Like you're like, oh, I saw her, she didn't have teeth. Like it's just promiscuous people just go with the moment. And that wasn't me. That wasn't me. And you probably like, Lise, you doing a lot of convincing. That I'm so not convinced that you're doing so much convincing. And I'm, it's, look, look. And if you find that episode, which it, it was on Facebook, so you may or may not find it, you will understand what I'm talking about. You will understand exactly the words that are coming out of my mouth. But just in long story short of what I'm talking about is that I think that women don't get the same level of freedom sexual freedom as men all right everybody thanks again for tuning in to millennials anonymous podcast yes we will be back again we have some guests coming here on millennials anonymous as well so we're going to be talking to a bunch of different people from different walks of life so if you listen listen now baby so if you're interested in potentially being on Millennials Anonymous, please just let me know. Just send me an email at lisa at leasewinnie.com and I will certainly get back to you. You know how to find us. So if you are on iTunes or Google or iHeartRadio, radio.com, you can find us. We're also on two online radio stations coming up. So right now we're just on WPR 98.4 FM, but we will be on WRDR eventually, I guess. I don't know. We don't have a time or date or anything like that, but it's coming. So make sure you tune in and lock in for that. And I'll let you know. So go to our website. It always is updated with different things that are coming. So that's www.millennials.us. We appreciate all the people that rock with us, all the people that listen to us, all the people that support us. We want to maybe be able to continue to grow and we appreciate everything that you guys do for us. And like I said, everything that's on here is my opinion. It is opinion based. So it doesn't make it true. It makes it my opinion and my opinion may be different from your opinion but it doesn't make it wrong it just makes them different okay so if you like i said if you you felt some kind of way because you say like, oh her opinion is different from my opinion that's okay all right it's okay to have different opinions i want people to know that you can have different opinions ain't nothing wrong with that ain't nothing wrong with having a different opinion than somebody else ain't nothing but a conversation that needs to be had if you got a different conversation and you feel as passionately as i feel but in a different direction all we need to do is have a conversation we may still agree to disagree in this motherfucker but at least we can figure out where the other person is coming from and why they believe that so i believe in communication and i believe in dialogue and conversation and that is why millennials anonymous is what it is because i believe in it I believe the children are the future. So if we talk to each other, we can certainly make things happen. And if you haven't had a chance again, I'm going to say it again, since we're ending off on this podcast to like and subscribe to Brunchin, you better do that. So go to like and subscribe to Brunchin on all major podcasting platforms, most, not all, most major podcasting platforms so that you can find it. And... We are working on getting on a couple of other platforms, millennials and brunching. So just stay locked and loaded and tuned in for that because we got 
some things that we're trying to get on so if you don't have access to it yet you will okay you will we're just working on it so make sure you like and subscribe again we got head crack coming up next week on brunching so if you want to hear more from him and hear about his flow and his musical geniusness make sure that you tune in for that and then we got some other hot guests coming on brunching so I'm, I'm i'm a little bit blown away by the things that we've been able to get over there on brunching i've been working to try to to try to get some guests some some special guests over there so i'm i'm happy at the the results that we're getting over there and again if you want to be on either one of the podcasts just let us know all you got to do is find us and we've been having a lot of people find us recently so just make sure that you send a message to www.millennials.us is right on the first page just let us know what you want who you are and how we can reach you and or you can send me an email directly just make sure like I said last time, just make sure I know what it is that you want, what you're trying to do, and how we can work together. You know what I say? Like, I I like working with people. I'm not that type of person. I like working together. So make sure that you reach out to us. Thanks again for listening and subscribing. And if you haven't done do haven't done so, subscribe and like on Facebook and YouTube as well. And I promise you, I'm gonna stop talking eventually. So like and subscribe on Facebook and YouTube. Go to Millennials Anonymous on Facebook and Instagram. And also on YouTube. And you can find us. And make sure you know where everything is happening. And why. Bye.